Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. This is Matt. Welcome to the snowy northeast. Whoa, Matt's excited today. <laughs> all wound up. All wound up. So we just had like bomb cyclone or bombogenesis bomb. or I don't know. Whatever uh, it was. It was a bomb. We have a lot of snow. We do. So so of course we're gonna talk about the do-do's and don't do's of personalized learning. Because that's what we do. That's what we Doesn't do. matter if it snows or not. Nope. So it's a new year for us. Yes, twenty eighteen. It's a new year for everybody. Here, so <laughs> maybe. It might depend what calendar you're following. It's very, very true. So, uh, welcome back over holiday break. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> and <laughs> here right. we go. Here we go. So, uh, lots of people are, this is like one of those natural breaks in the school year, right? Yes. Where everyone's like, I got to finish whatever it is before winter break. And then right. we'll start something new when we come back. Right. Which, all right. Yeah, well, <laughs> you yeah. don't have to, but fine. Many of you are doing that. And so I've spent some time in classrooms this week and saw a lot of this launching of new units or new whatevers. Yep. And so I thought it would be good to talk a little bit about um, pre-assessment and maybe maybe a particular strategy or two that teachers could embrace. Nice. Yeah. So what do you think of when you think of pre-assessment? When I think of pre-assessment, of course, it means... Oops. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> so... I think of, um, I was a math teacher, so I think that you can give like a full math test of your unit mm. and see what happens. And I've done that before. Yeah. And that's really not a good way to do things. No. It, well, it's a pre, it's a pre-assessment for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm giving like the, the full end test to see where kids are. That's a lot. Well, that's probably the downfall, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a lot. You're giving way too much. It's too much. It's, at, from a statistical standpoint, it is very what? nice for measuring growth. However, yes, right? it is. But I <laughs> no, can that's... usually tell, especially with math. Maybe it's not so much in other content areas, and I'm, I'm not going to speak to that because I don't really know. Yeah. But in math, usually it's it's linear enough that if it, this is like new material for kids, they're not going to do well because no. they don't really know anything. They might be able exactly. to guess their way through some things and stumble. Sure. But why am I wasting my time right. on knowing they're going to fail? I know they're, yeah. Rather than maybe trying to, like, help them along a little bit. Okay. So I don't I know. Maybe, maybe they, I think that's true. Maybe some of the strategies you have might help yeah, with I think, some of that. So let's talk about alternatives to the just giving them the test. Okay. Like, um, so the point of pre-assessment, as Matt was kind of, you were kind of, like, hinting at, right, is to figure out what they know. Right. Um or don't know, I like to be more positive and strengths-based. So let's figure out what they do know and then move from there. And so it's it's kind of, yes, it's for your whole class, like as a whole, what does this group know already? Yep. But then it's also um, essential for personalized learning because right. one of the tenets of personalized learning is that we meet learners at their readiness levels. We work in their zone of proximal development. And guess what? You can't do that if you don't pre-assess the learners in some right. way. You can't. So is that something that we miss when we talk about personalized learning? I think we do sometimes. And it's, it's a, I'm trying to think of if we're doing, you, you mentioned that people are starting new units and things, right? Yeah. So it's like whole class type things. Yep. But at this far in the year, wouldn't kids really be in like different places? So sure. maybe they're not all doing the same unit. Maybe they are, but maybe they're in different places within that unit. Yeah. So I, I, I struggle with the things about... 
what how do we pre-assess a whole class yeah if we know kids are going to be in different places yeah because we know that's going to happen right so i think okay. you start approaching it as in, like instead of it yeah i'm trying to figure out what it is everybody knows so you need to have as the teacher, you need to have kind of the arc of the project or the unit or the learning in your head, like, or at least on paper, if you can't hold sure. it in. Like, you need to kind of have that big picture of where the learning goes <laughs> so that you can kind of <laughs> plot the learners along it. So here's an example. So I was in one class, um, and it's they were doing an applied learning project. So for those of us, maybe if we haven't talked about applied learning in a while, it's kind of like an interdisciplinary unit mm -hmm. in some senses. Um, there's a lot of room for it for personalized learning within the project. They kind of study a big question and they go from there. And so the question was, um, <laughs> I don't even remember what the question was. Oh, it was about electricity. It, it was a, oh, right. I don't think they right. had, they hadn't gotten to the driving question yet. Perhaps that's why I couldn't think of it, but it was, it's about electricity. And so, um, the teacher was doing some just general discussion and general, you know, whatever. And that's all great. Like in some way, just kind of that loose, open discussion is a way to assess mm -hmm. what a class knows and what a class doesn't know, but it doesn't help you drill down to individual students. Right. Okay. So what was next for that teacher or what would your suggestion be? So my suggestion would be to do something that I like to call um, a silent web. Okay. So when I think about a pre-assessment, I want it to be, and actually there's another term I use for this sometimes, I call it a gapper. Okay. And so a gapper is something that you might do at the beginning of a learning experience, and the point, there's a lot of points to it. One point is to engage your learners. Like the pre-assessment, here's the end of unit test, not very engaging. Maybe for a couple geeks here or there, but generally sure. <laughs> not that exciting. <laughs> so it should be something that's engaging to the learners in some way. It gets them thinking, it gets them motivated. Okay. It should be something that allows you as the teacher to see the overall needs of the class in relation to the learning that you are expecting to okay. move them through. And it should... Um, should highlight the individuals also, their knowledge, but then it should also, for the learners, allow them to see what they don't know, that okay. they're missing, that there's a gap, that they're missing something. So those are kind of like the three things that make like a really good pre-assessment or a gapper. So the one thing that I, that I heard the most there, I heard it all, but I heard the most there was learners figuring out what they don't know. Yes rather than waiting for the teacher to tell them, yes, this is what you know, this is what you don't know, yes. so we're gonna work on this one. Yes. And I like that. Yeah. And I think that's, that's some, some, somebody was telling me the other day that one of the, the, the best things I've ever said is uh, send it back. Send it back, that's right. right. So yeah. <laughs> if we don't know what to do, put it back on the learners. Yeah. And not because I don't know what to do necessarily, but have them discover it for themselves. Right. Right. And I think that ties in very well with what you just said. Yeah, it it's does. like, oh, I don't know that. Yes. I need to know that I to need get to, to there. Know that. Yes. And how am I going to do that? How and now you haven't really done anything, but the learner realizes it. Yeah. So they've already bought in. Yes. And exactly. I think that's the key. Yeah. Okay. It, it drives the motivation, the ownership for the learning. Right. So it, it isn't necessarily the case that they have to be able to like, you know, take all the learning targets and be able to be like, I'm highlighting the ones in red I don't know and the ones in green that I do know. No, it's just that they have to have that sense of, oh my God, I don't have the answer or I don't have all of the answer. Right. 
That that's the key. All right. So keeping that in mind, so yeah. here's how the silent web works. Okay, I'll be quiet. It's it is silent, Matt. So yes. All right. So first. As the teacher, you put the topic on the board or, or the driving question or the topic. It can go either way, depending on. So in this case, I would have put electricity on the board and circled it. Just, just electricity. Just electricity okay. on the board and circled it. Before I do anything else, I'm going to give all the learners maybe four minutes, and they get to make a, a web for themselves on a piece of paper for the word electricity. Does everyone know what I'm talking about when I say web? I'm not sure. Okay, so I'm gonna, so from electricity, I'm working for my four minutes. It's silent, no talking. Um, I'm, electricity is circled. I'm gonna branch off, make a line off of that, and then another bubble and connect a new word or thought or phrase or idea that has to do with electricity. Okay. So, electricity, I might put my line out, and since we just had that snowstorm yesterday, I'm gonna write blackouts mm -hmm. and then keep going like that. Okay. Got it? Got it. Okay, so I give the learners four minutes about whatever, that's not sure. hard and fast, <laughs> to, yep. to do that by themselves. <laughs> then I'm going to introduce the group part of this. So now I'm going to get a bunch of um, white erase markers or chalk, whatever you use in your, in your room, mm -hmm. and I'm going to hand it to like three students. Let's say I've got three going at a time, and their job is to walk up to the board and begin the map, the mind map, the mind web okay. on the board. And then they hand off the markers to other students, and it's all silent. Okay. So, so now the whole class is making the electricity web, okay. and it keeps going until there's really nothing left. And so this is where we've talked about this with Q QFT, where you have to let the lull happen. Mm -hmm. There's a lull here too, where kind of everyone gets their ideas out, and then people are kind of standing back thinking, and then someone will be like, "Oh, they'll make the sign for like, I need the marker," you know, and they go and put something else up. So once that's all on there, now you have like a really big picture of what the class knows about electricity. Take a picture of it and collect all the individual webs. So now you have kind of individual web and whole class web. So you could stop there. That could potentially take one whole class period. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's the basic silent web. Neat, okay. huh? Yeah, it's really cool. It is really That's cool. That's really and cool. And it's, it's every time I have done it with learners, it's awesome. Okay. And it takes them a minute to figure it out, but they catch on and it just it just explodes. It's sure. pretty cool to okay. see it. That's see cool. It I've never seen this in action. So It's awesome, yeah. I'll okay. have to do it sometime with you, Matt, when, That's we, when we're running a train. very cool. We'll do it. So um, what I like about that is that... Um, it's individual and group, so yep. you kind of get an insight into what the kids already, what the learners know or don't know, and what the class kind of knows and doesn't know. Mm -hmm. um, you get to see, well, yeah, that's it. So you kind of get to see, you can compare it then to your targets, and then this is what I recommend you do next. So some teachers would then kind of, this is where it goes, send it back to them, send it back. Some teachers from there might be like, okay, I'm gonna compare all of this data with the learning targets I'm gonna use and then kind of like place the kids or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, here's what I think you should do next. I think you then, from the class web, write all of those things on index cards or have the kids do it, whatever, and then have the kids or the learners sort those index cards or the sticky notes or whatever into different categories. Okay. And see what they come up with. All right. They have to name the categories. Then give them the learning targets and see how their categories have matched up to the learning targets. Interesting. Yeah. They could even then reorganize 
everything they think they already know to match the learning targets. And then right there, now they're seeing what they don't know or do know in relation to what it is you're expecting them to know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, way fun. It sounds like way it fun. It is, it's fun, it's motivating, and you're getting a ton of data out of it. Yeah. That's a great idea. Gapper, done. Two it, class periods most. Everybody go out and do this. Go do it. Yeah, you don't just even, do just do it. Just okay. do it. That was great. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so these 12 minutes flew right by. It did. It was good. And I, I was silent during that. Nice job, Matt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that took a, took a while. All right. Well, thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, well, that I was, can keep going really because good. then, Oh, my like, God, we're ah, more. Keep, so, like, since you've taken, like, photographic evidence of this, <laughs> Right? After a while, well, one thing I talk about in these, if you're doing this kind of applied learning or any kind of learning, it's like, come back to it, come back to it, come back to it. Your driving question, go back to the driving question, the right. topic, go back to like, zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. So you can revisit the webs, have them draw their first web in one color. Right. And then once a week, come back to the web, different color each week. And then they, it's, it's also another way for the learners to just keep track of their learning and then reflect on what they are learning. Look, guys, none of you have an excuse not to do this. Go do it. All right. Since Courtney's making demands, <laughs> I'm going to make a demand. So everybody who's listening, one of our one of our goals for this year is to expand our audience, of course. Yeah. So after you do what Courtney just yelled at you to do. <laughs> so Lovingly. <laughs> lovingly, of course. Uh, make sure that if you could do this for us is just share this podcast with one person you know. Yeah. That doesn't listen to it already. That's right. And, you know, we've had some some various things that people have shared and, and our listenership goes up. So if you know of one person who might get something out of the nonsense that we talk about, then please share it with them. What's it's the more the nonsense. Of nonsense? Uh, I was thinking the nonsense <laughs> is the my part. The opposite of nonsense is the your part. Oh. So, <laughs> if you're a listener, you're, you're nodding your head. You're like, yep, <laughs> that sounds about right. So that's what that's what we'd like this year. Uh, you can also find our, our parking lot where you can ask questions on the podcast uh, at plearnmc.com. Yep. And follow us on Twitter at plearnmc. Facebook. PLearnMC. Instagram. PLearnMC. Yeah, it's kind of a trend. Uh, you can follow Courtney on Twitter. At C. And you can follow my nonsense on Twitter at <laughs> EatSleepStats. So so please do that for us because yeah. we're looking to uh, spread, this, uh, spread this stuff around. and uh, Share know, it with a colleague. It's easy. It's 15, 16 minutes long. So you know, or a sibling. You know what? Teachers, Ooh. it's like a family thing. You... Anyone out there who's a teacher, you have a relative who's also a teacher. So That is but. very true. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. All right, that sounds good. Awesome. We'll talk next time. <laughs>